Hi, welcome to the One Liter Podcast. You will watch us drinking one liters of beer whilst talking about shies. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to the Von Liter. Prost. Prost. The spotlight won't let up, Joel. Woo! Philip and I just had a massive German feast. Massive feast. I'm burping like a madman. All I can taste is like kraut. Kraut, yeah. Pork <laughs> sauerkraut. And, pork and sauerkraut. Oh, the sauerkraut is so good though. I like the sauerkraut with the bacon in it. Ooh. Yeah. Gives it that little scoot scoot. Never had sauerkraut and bacon. It was delicious. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's very traditional. Uh, but but that's an Austrian restaurant we got that from. True. So maybe it's an Austrian thing. I'm not sure. I caught one of my customers. Well, no, sorry. One of the people who work for my company that work in a different division, I called him today. Didn't know his name. I was talked to anyone. His name was Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Oh, yeah. I was like, Wolfgang. He's like, Wolf, Wolfgang. I was like, holy shit, mate. I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, oh, yeah. So, sometimes people tell me I got a cool name. I'm like, everyone should be telling you have a cool name, mate. That's awesome. He's like, ah. he's an older bloke. And he's, I was like, do your parent, were your parents into classical music? He's like, oh, yeah. Well, my mum was, uh, I think he said like Irish or something. My dad was Austrian. And I was born in New Zealand, so a bit of a mix of everything. Oh, and I was wow. like, that's sick, dude. I said, do you like German beer? He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't go out of my way to have it. But when I went to Germany about five or so years ago, I had some. And I was like, have you tried the Rhein? I was like, do you know about the Reinheitsgebot? He's like, oh, kind of. I was like, it's the purity thing. He's like, yeah, it's like they can only put certain ingredients in their beer. Man. So does he sound like that? Like, is he fully hey, full Aussie? Yeah, maybe New he would have had a, maybe. He would have had a bit of a New Zealand twang to it. But all I could hear was like, yeah, mate, bloody. You know, so... Yeah, yeah, mate. Shout Wolf- out to Wolfgang. 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 Wolf, yeah. The Wolfgang. <laughs> what what's a name like, for English. What's like the most German name you've ever heard? That's probably one of them. Wolfgang, yeah. Right? Wolfgang. I think Albrecht. Albrecht. <laughs> or like, but like, let's say like a modern name, something you would actually hear. No, I was just thinking in general, dude. Like, think about anything you can think of. Like, um, these days it'd be like, It'd be like fucking. It's probably like the ones that you. <laughs> yeah, ones Heinrich. That, that exist. Heinrich. Um, Heinrich. Fucking, yeah. Heinrich. Gunther Heiner. Gunther. Gunther Heinrich. Or like Arnold. Wolfgang. Sch- Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's like Schwarzenegger. The, the be all just... end all, right? Yeah. 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 First names. I'm trying to think of what. Um, oh, one of my one of my friends' brother. His name was Florian. Florian. Florian, like Florian. Florian, yeah. I have no idea. Florian. But that's that's pretty German, yeah? Yeah, it is. Florian, isn't it? I don't know. I thought Florian was more like Mediterranean. Probably. Like old Italian, like um Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Pardon you. I mean, bless you. Thank you. Bless you, sir. Sorry to the viewers. Oh, I'm praying you don't don't taste it, bro. I think because I'm drinking the... um, Bubbles. The bubbly uh, on on top of the kraut. Yeah, I've got... um, Oh, that... Yeah, what is that? uh, What is it? It's fucking um, something brothers or boys. What's that thing called? Yeah, but what is it? It's... Oh, it's ginger beer. Ginger beer. Does that make you burpees? I'm not sure, man. It's probably just the bubbles. Could be. Florian. Julian. That's like a normal Julian. Julian. Mm-hmm. Look, let's not go into the details and the specifics and how it was built and who built it and how long it's been there. 
Because that's boring. People don't want to hear that shit. But the big dome thing in Las Vegas. The sphere. The sphere. Boom. Let's just just break this down quickly and let's not go into the details of its construction because who gives a fuck? U2 was the first band to play there recently and it looked insane. Fuck U2. Insane. Yeah. (laughs) And then I've seen other images of other uh, things within the dome itself. The sphere. And it looks sick. So my question to you is, if you could go and see three things inside the sphere, sphere, either like a live event, a live music event. When I say live event, I mean like I said to Phil, like imagine if they got the, one of like the Mars rovers strapped with 4K plus cameras and you could watch the landing in the sphere. So you're looking at Mars firsthand. That's a, definitely one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so that's definitely one. one. Yeah. Because imagine the rover's got like the um, – like microphones all around it as well. So it's 3D sound. I know we weren't going to go into detail, but I literally wrote down 160,000 speakers inside this dome. Apparently every seat that you can sit in, has its own speaker. 18,000 seats is going to sound basically the same. No matter right, where you're sick. sitting, whether you're right at the back, right at the front, you're going to get the same sound experience. Mm. 18,000 seats and the seat's all vibrate too. Oh, <laughs> so you're like, right. so imagine getting like real life Mars sounds, like the storm. Mm. Oh yeah, and just being like, because because oh. Mars is stormy, isn't it? It's oh like, yeah, it's just it's like extremely strong winds. Extreme winds, like, like a all cut, the time, like, almost like cut your skin, right? Basically. Like razor storms. Razor storms. Bro, I remember going to anyone from Brisbane listening. They have um the IMAX. Theater in South Bank. I'm not sure if it's still there. I think it's just a regular cinema now. But we went and saw like this documentary in primary school on like avalanches. And I remember going and just being like, whoa, can you imagine like a 3D, either like a horror movie or like a Jurassic Park film or like Meg? Imagine Meg, but it's like vibrating 3D. You would shit. People would pass out and shit themselves. You can't, like, I don't even, it's not 3D, right? Because no, it's no, it is, pop, but imagine but if like they surround. I'm sure they can. You can look up and there's the above. Yeah, it's like yeah. VR, but you're inside of it. I'm sure <laughs> they can, they can add a, turn a few dials and make it 3D though. <laughs> yeah, All right, so we can both Number agree. Number one is the Mars, for is sure. Like, yeah, some kind of like space oddity, odyssey, yeah. right? Oh, you haven't been to the planet Arium yet. Because like. <laughs> When we you said s- this last time we brought up the sphere. When you it's like down. a planet Arium. Let's say this. Yeah, yeah. Let's say this. Like, like looking at the stars and like zooming in with like telescopes within the sphere would come down under the same category as space, right? So that's out of the. All right. Next thing. What one band or artist would you like to see musically in there? Like David, I, I David want, Guetta or something? Nah, yeah. Maybe, but I would probably want something more. Epic, like trancey or even... I'd want Hans Zimmer or something, dude. Yeah, well, I was going to use that as a separate thing, but okay. if you wanted like something that's recorded music yep. with visuals, you'd want oh, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. super trancey where you can just have immersive <laughs> visuals every... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I agree. But you're right. Number three has to be like a live Hans Zimmer. Yeah, with like orchestral shit. Okay, we'll add another category. So that's three already. Um, I agree with the transy thing. Like, I don't care if it's an artist I've never heard of. Just like, oh wait, wait, wait. Just like a. What about number three? I was gonna say movie. Yeah, exactly. Someone gives it to you and says, "Hey, you've got the sphere for the next two hours. What? Only to play one movie. What movie are you playing?" 
You know what? There's a lot of really intense movies out there. But I think I would choose either Dune. Oh. Because Dune's like real epic and huge in the same yeah, rooms. Yeah. Or something fucking brutal like 300. Oh, yes. Yeah. Those big fucking fling. You know, and obviously the disclaimer is it is optimized for the wraparound screen, yeah. so that you're basically inside so the environment. Massive, like blood splattering, and it's just like right in front of you. It'd be all like Whoa. all around you. Yeah. What about you? It would be. I was thinking. I was trying to think of something like epic, but all I can think of is some silly shit like Avengers or like um, Transformers, like something with lots of visual effects. Avengers would be pretty lit, dude. But I would probably agree. Transformers would be fucked, man. Because <laughs> like, I hated the Transformer films because you can't under you can't there's so much metal you're like which is the leg how is it what's its head and they're just like metal things bashing each other so I gone yeah the, I feel like they did that as the movies progressed too like the more Transformers they made they were like let's just make it all about fight scenes yeah I mean, the first else? ones had yeah. at least like some storyline yeah I am Optimus Prime show but- your Prime pussy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> prime, uh, prime piece of me. Yeah, prime. Optimus Prime. He just sees chicks. Prime. <laughs> chicks are like get a Logan joke Paul off. Prime. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Optimus Prime. Um, <laughs> um, who would you like to see on a TED? All right, comedy. Would you just want to see like Joe Rogue or something like doing a comedy stand? in the sphere? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a. Speck, is it that uh, different? No, nah, sphere nah, to see a, a comedian. One. Yeah, mm. it would have to be something that's like immersive. Right. <gasps> Imagine doing like one of those fucking movie world three D fake roller coaster things. Oh yeah, with and the, the seats, seat vibrating, the and seats just... actually <laughs> tilt and shit. Bro, it'd be so good. Imagine, oh dude, imagine going in there for a day and they've figured out how to set up like online multiplayer first person shooters Brrr. but you can run you can run and kneel on the spot and your character's like that imagine going in the sphere that large so you can see planes going overhead and you can shoot at them and shit bro oh man cuz you can think about it like imagine the top of the sphere where you're standing at the base of the, the the bottom level and you're looking up at the sphere that would probably be the height of like one of the planes in battlefield going overhead so you could shoot an rpg at it and if you hit it it's like hit marker do you think like with like like they do in those simulations with like a running belt. Yeah, the and running stuff. disc. Yeah, you're you're running on like a circular conveyor. But imagine yeah, just having yeah, an entire be. night of just drinking booze and just having a controller in your hand, but that as your screen and sound. Bro, let me tell you something right now. Bro. Every man, and like in this day and age, we're kind of getting to the are you okay thing, right? Mm. For men. But every man, I feel like at the core of every man, there's a part of us that just wants to die in a glorious last stand, right? I don't know if there is. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's, 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 a, dude, you go on YouTube and you, you look at like an epic video of like some kind of war thing. It's like, not everyone's a, like a crazy in a war, right? Mm. But it's within all of us to just like be a, a hero. Like it's what every man wants. And it's not just like growing up with like family members who would be in wars and stuff. Like every movie and your favorite characters and cartoons and comic books and stuff, they're heroes and we all want to be heroes, Right. And dudes these days when they're, when they're not very attractive and they have no purpose and they're not getting women or they're just not eating healthy and they've, they've got these conflicts in, within themselves, 
we always you always see these motivational videos on Instagram and shit, and it's just like get back into the gym, eat healthy, don't be a simp, do this and this, right? And a part of all that, another like it's like running on the spot, aiming a gun, hijacking a vehicle, flying. Like these are all very physical hero soldier war like aspects that men can't help but be a part of like dude you may you may not be a guy who likes violence mm. but you have to admit like being competitive and having that kind of like fuck you i won it's a mm. very guy thing it's testosterone right yeah it's a very testosterone thing i think i i i'm probably not so much on the fuck you i won i'm more in the train of like like the shit that i love in movies is when it's like you've been wronged and then the person is like the guy that's like gonna fucking ride it all and fuck shit up yeah like like taken kind of shit you know the the dad that the dad that goes and chases his daughter down from the fucking human trafficking guys and just fucks them all up and you're like yeah yeah fuck them up yeah you're right yeah it's in you yeah there it is it's in you everyone has their own trigger so what i'm saying is i think there'd be a lot more mentally healthy and there'd be a lot less unhealthy, stressed out, anxious males if we all had a real life war simulator. Because like you're sitting on a couch eating Doritos. While you're, yeah, that's not very healthy. But if you're running on the spot, um, hey Jenny, how's Tom doing? He's good. Do you want to come over for a coffee? Uh, Cindy comes over to Jenny's house. Where's Tom? He's in the war room. In the war room. You know, it's actually great. I thought it was going to be silly. The boy's playing with their video games, but he's actually lost six kilos in, in two weeks. That's almost unheard of. Maybe I'm thinking of getting in there as well. Tom comes out. He's shredded as fuck. He's shredded. Sweaty. sweaty. He's had a good day despite having a mad losing streak. Like, he's just like, hey, babe, how you going? Like, he, he's he's just gone to war. In his own comfort of his own home, now he gets to come out and have sex with his wife and have a nice home cooked meal. That's what every man wants. We want to go out. We want to go out in the war. I don't war. know if it works like that though. Oh, you bro! Just, well, you come out and your I'm, wife's I'm, like, um, "You haven't paid any attention to me. I'm not cooking your fucking meal." <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, that's a whole nother kettle yeah, of I, fish. I get it. I get it. But like, I, I f- yeah, certainly, uh, certainly, I feel. But you're, but what you're saying, you're yeah. absolutely right. But the reason that guys get so obsessed with it is because it's easy and rewarding. You can watch numbers go up. You can get headshots whilst just moving your tiny little fingers. Yeah. Whereas if it was that physical, you probably wouldn't spend as much time, but you'd have a blast. I don't think. Because you'd get sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't think it would be. It'd be like going to the gym. I think I think the thing is like, first of all, you're paying for this all this equipment. I reckon it'd be above five grand, right? Way yeah, more. So that's an av- five grand you can get a decent gaming computer so that's an investment in itself so there's no way a guy's gonna go no i don't like this and then second he's obviously gonna be like all right men being competitive no matter what how what where you are on the planet your your religion your color your your culture every man is competitive in their own way some of them like have been suppressed enough where they don't like to compete but give them a fucking give them a foothold and they'll they'll capitalize on it so i think any man who's not necessarily inclined to exercise and movement and is just happy to twiddle his fingers sitting down eating Doritos, I think they'd be like, I'm going to rise to the challenge and actually be better. Because it's like paintball, dude. And how, how many fat, unhealthy people have you seen do paintball and afterwards, do yeah. they ever look angry afterwards? They love it, dude. Yeah. Paintball, literally, 
do paintball. <laughs> just go and play paintball. Paintball, so like, um, dude, you were like, go and play paintball. Go and play it. I saw the hand. <laughs> go on. And um, uh, what's the other one? Gel balling. That's the newest airsoft. Yeah, yeah. That's the newer one where you can like people actually have their own Replicas. guns and shit. And, Real replica. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Bro, that's illegal in the NT, and I'm pretty sure and it's here. illegal in New South Wales. But and dude, here, it's in only Brizzy, Queensland. Yeah, dude. In, um, yeah, my brother's got one. All his mates have one, and they go gel blasting. <laughs> when um, literally like a week before I left for the NT back in like 2019, um, do you remember? Because I was a bit closer to Beanley because I was in Logan home, but you were in Shaler. But like right across the street from Beanley High School was like an IGA and then there was like a little corner store and I just happened to walk in there one day and he had like fucking replica Desert Eagle and he had like scars and like M16s and M4s and I was like and they were gel guns yeah yeah and but they were like replica replica like oh, they wow. weren't like plastic with the orange tip they were like the weight yeah, and everything yeah these are metal and yeah, they got yeah. like batteries and shit yeah. to power the and he had like the big sacks of the gel things he's like you soak them in water for a while and blah 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 and he had like the clips you put them in the clip and yeah you would you held one. You would yeah, have held I was, David's. I went gel balling with them. Oh, really? It's so cool. It's like where'd a, you do it? It's like a mini version. It was pretty close too. I can't remember, but it's like a mini version of paintball. Did like you... it doesn't hurt as much. It still hurts. It doesn't hurt as much. So we were just instead of getting like the full overalls, we're just like in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, but you still get like the goggles and stuff. But suppress the stink. <laughs> um, but did you? Did you, because obviously David had his gun, but did someone lend you theirs? Yeah, yeah, and like one of his mates had a couple of guns. Like a sidearm like, or something? No, no, it was a proper... Nice. So is it like, can you can you change the setting to like I'm burst? I'm pretty sure I had burst, yeah, which yeah. is sick. But I remember I remember the dude was super chill too. I was like, dude, can I hold that? And he's like, absolutely. And it was only like two, like 219 bucks or something. You, so you know how we're like, everyone is a bit competitive and mental. When you go paintballing... Do you do you go a bit crazy when you're paintballing or are you tactical? Here's or? the thing, right? I've only ever done paintballing once. Whoa! And I was probably like 13. Bro, we got to go. Yeah. Let's do it. So. It's f- crazy. And this is the thing, right? The first time I ever went paint, the first and only time I ever went paintballing, I never got shot in the head. Uh, it was yeah. only like shoulders and shit, but like, dude, and I remember, and I'm so proud of this. This is one of my highlights. I can't remember the whole day, but I have this instilled in my brain. I was hiding behind a drum and I, t- and like the game had just started and there was a briefcase in the center of this like hill and we had to reach yeah, it. Get it was the, the one at Ipswich, yeah. that one with all the, the broken down military vehicles at the front. I don't remember which one's which, but yeah. And I remember I, the first thing I did, like we ran, they blew the whistle, everyone ran. I like moved to this wood thing. Next thing, boom, moved to this drum. Bullets are going everywhere. I turned this corner and I just saw the dude, he was probably like 10 meters away. And I just went, shot him right in the face. And uh, I, I, and he dropped. And he was like, oh, oh, gosh. And that, it was at that moment, I was like, this is fucking sick. I belong here. This is so good. And then, yeah, just went at it. And a couple of times, yeah, I'd like, I'd run and like do a front flip down into like a gutter and shit. Just like yes. completely unnecessary. But I went off, dude. It was I, so I literally, I've literally like pulled my shoulder muscle, like torn my supraspinatus doing paintball by like sliding and like putting my hand out and sliding oh. and I just went, ah! oh, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, God, like I was sliding behind cover. Fuck. But I, um, let's go. Yeah, we, we got a man. Do you, have you ever done the zombie mode? So there, there was like a Have hill. you been in New South Wales? Have you been one here? I don't think so, no. Just Queensland. Just Queensland. But it, there's like <laughs> a zombie mode. How many times have you gone, sorry? Probably 
Uh, not not too many. Maybe five, six times. Sick. Yeah. But right. like, there's it's it's so exhausting every time. Like it's so you good. get so sweaty. But there's a hill with like lots of trees and covers everywhere, and the bottom of the hill are the zombies, the team at the bottom. So you get to go when you get shot. All you got to do is run back to the barrel and then restart. And then the top is the the humans, and you only get one life. So if you so get you're just shot, getting you're out shot for the like round. Cunt. You're just getting nailed. So I'm on the zombie team and I'm just going absolutely kamikaze. Like covers, what covers? Like I'm just running up the middle, just going. And then just go. Bah, bah. I'm like, ah, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Run back, come back again. Hide, hide behind the cover, wait for a little gap. And then just be like. Boom, 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 Did boom, you get boom. anyone? Oh, probably. Probably, but, yeah. That's war eh? I don't know if I, I shot someone. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and it hurts so bad. It's it's the one fucked up thing about paintball. Here's the thing about paintball, right? When you get shot, you're supposed to put your hands up, turn around and go back like two or three meters to like a last checkpoint. A lot of the time, even all the way back to the barrel point. Oh, okay, true. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is like when you turn around, people are just using you as target practice. And here's the thing. One nah, not if you're going with like proper mature people. Because that, that shit's nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you remember... You don't want to get hit here while your arm's up. That is the it's worst. It's painful. Bro, I remember when I went, I went with my dad and my brother. And my brother got... My brother got so pissed off because he was putting his hands up after he got shot and walking back and people were hitting him. He threw his... Took his mask off and threw it down and went, fuck you, cunts. And the guy blew the whistle and stopped the whole game. Oh, yeah. Didn't you can't call, take your mask He off. didn't call my brother out, but he said... Do not take your mask off throughout the firing of ever. And Sean was like, oh, God. But, um. Yeah, because that can fuck up your eye. Yeah, yeah, of you course. You be blind. Yeah. Bust your teeth and shit. But at the same time, I, th- I'm like, I didn't, a couple of times I got shot when I did it. Like, I was like, oh, you fucking cunts. But at the same time, I was on the opposite side of the thing where someone would get shot and they'd get up and I'd be like, I need to check the, the bullet drop. You boom, boom. dick. I put a, I just put a shot in. Somebody go, okay, I have my distance down, and then I'd move on. I wouldn't go one, two, three, four on someone. I'd just be like, pop. Sometimes I'd miss them, but I just do that. You know, you can do that with a stationary object. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, true. I went with, um, I went for my friend's brother's bucks, and his brother was. I've never been to a bucks. Are they lit? They. It was lit, and he yeah. was. Uh, he was. Him and his mates were all frontline soldiers, proper soldiers, and we went paintballing, and. Were he they was, taking it serious? They, he was wearing a pit bright pink, like ballerina tutu kind of thing, you know, <laughs> with the frilly th- shit. So you could see him sticking out like a sore thumb. But they were so tactical. It was ridiculous. Like we would run in, we'd be like, yeah. And we're like, where the fuck are they? And they'd just be like, they were calling like, <laughs> they were, they're doing hand signals and shit. They were calling and chopper and I was strikes. Like, pink, pink, he's over there. And we're like, I'm in, I'm in. Wait, so you were versing them? <laughs> yeah, like, I think I was on the opposite team at one stage because I think it was almost like those blokes against everyone else because it was like they were the minority. Right, were they calling airstrikes on you and shit? <laughs> Basically. We need a hero. Oh, it was crazy. Plus, everyone was pretty drunk. Mm. Like, <laughs> we were drinking on the bus there. Bro, I've never done a drunk. I reckon I'd be like, because like, you're, you're not supposed you're to be, sweating, so we all bro. had to like yeah. pretend like we weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not under the influence. It's no, no, tiring, no. bro. It's tiring. It's like. so tiring. Yeah. We got to look. Wait, let's go soon because I want to go Absolutely. somewhere. Absolutely. Let's write that down. Wait. I'm so keen to do paintball again. And like, can you do night ones? Oh, I don't know. I've never looked at that. Because like, 
because I know J Dog Jeff Jeff's coming here on a Friday, <gasps> Friday night. I think he's coming around six or seven, and then we've got Oktoberfest the next day. I don't know what day he's going back, Dude, but we're gonna be so hung. We'd be way hung over to do it on a Sunday. Hey, we're gonna so be so hung over. If we could, if we could get a Friday night one, that'd be sick, dude. If possible, if but that's a thing. It'd yeah. be probably one of those lame indoor ones with all the fucking blow up inflatables. Fuck that. I want to be outside with like yeah, wood. We wanna be, yeah, we want to have shelter and buses. Yeah, we want a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere there needs to be a bus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Um, the second map we went to, it was like wooden, wooden fucking, it'd be like wall, wall, wall with two windows, but no roof. Yeah. Some of them had roofs and shit. And then it'd be like a broken down car and then like ditches and shit, like, like trenches. And like people were like, it was pretty good, steady advance. People were like advancing and duck, 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 and it's just like, cause you're like hiding next to wood. It was so sick. Cause you turn around the corner, fire at someone, then duck behind and be like, duck, duck, duck. it'd be like, oh yeah, it's hitting the wood. Like duck, duck. Yeah, and then the, like the slats between the wood, the spray of the paint yeah, coming like, through. Bah! You're like, ah, yeah, the yeah. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> but at one point, my brother was across from me. He was probably like five meters away, and I was like, because you got the mask on, you're like, and he was like, huh? And I stuck my hand out, like, come here. My hand got shot. And I remember going, oh, fuck. And I was right at the back too, so I didn't have to walk back. And I remember peering out as soon as my hand got shot. And these people were like 10, 15 meters away. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, don't venture out there, fellas. There's a sniper. He's got talent. Exactly. You know? it was like saving private exactly. right? The but sniper's like, got talent. The worst is if you get hit on like the pinky, oh. like while you're holding your gun and you get smacked straight on the pinky. I think you I you got actually that. bleed. Yeah, true. It makes I just you bleed. Got, I just got like the lats and the shoulders really. Oh, badly, badly. Oh, paintball. What a fun time. Mm. So, yeah, Dude, going with professionals is pretty scary. That would be tight. It would be very tight. Now, what did you send me, Joel? You wanted me to tell you to tell me about something. Yeah, go. Tell me about it? the... Um, Egyptian thing. Ramses and the gold of the pharaohs. So on the 18th onwards in, in Australia, but for, and the 18th onwards in Sydney, sorry... But I'm sure it's toured around Australia. Uh, Ramses, the pharaoh from ancient Egypt, a lot of a lot of his artifacts will be displayed in the Australian Museum in New South Wales. Oh, it's like real shit. Real ancient Egyptian gold oh. and fucking trinkets and shit. And I'm oh, I'm so keen. However, I checked the tickets today and I got two of the ladies I work with onto it. My boss and my other boss. Um and um my boss, she told me that uh, practically all the tickets are sold out. Oh, shit. And I said to her, I said two things. On the one end, I'm so stoked that there are people out there that still appreciate, you know, history and, and these artifacts enough to sell out tickets. Mm. But on the other end, I'm super stoked because I'm super bummed because I can't go. Mm. But um she said there may be some available spots like single ticket spots around december and shit like really late around the time like christmas time when everyone's going to be away Ooh, so yeah. will i be in sydney at that time probably not but um uh, i'm so sorry if you smell that at some point phil it's just pure beef pure gasoline i gotta light that i'm not gonna lie to you that's that's like pure gasoline. 60% of the time it works. Every time. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. Um, That's but, crazy, man. 
do you like do you like going to like because that was always that's always a cool thing I've I've noticed. I've just got to go on a bit of a rant here, but a lot of the people that I've met in my life, mainly women as well, like even the types that you wouldn't expect it. I think it comes from because when you're in primary school, you go on a lot of excursions and a lot of the time you're going to like aquatic centers and museums, right? And it's always a great feeling as a kid going on an excursion and everyone's like, it's like you're at school and there's still rules, but at the same time, it's like you're a bit free because you're out and about, right? And there's such a wonderful nostalgic feeling with that. It accompanies that. So when I've met a lot of people in adulthood and I say, or it's, even if I look on their Instagram story or something, I'll be like, oh, what are you up to? And they're like, oh, I didn't do much on the weekend. I was just like walking around, got a coffee in the city, went to the museum or an art gallery. I'm like, you did that? And I was like, and they're like, yeah. I was like, do you like art? And they're like, not necessarily, but it was just cool to go there. And I was just like, I'm exactly the same. Mm. Like, you you may not read every single plaque next to every painting or even understand or want to understand what these artworks are or or about like an ancient mammoth that died and its bones are preserved in front of you. But just being there in like a, a, a hall of knowledge and history there's such a strong nostalgic feeling mm. that accompanies that. And it's just wonderful. Museum, I get. Art gallery, I'm not so much interested in. Mm. Unless it's like crazy sculptures or something. I like that sculptures shit. Sculptures are sick, dude. But like museums are fucking cool. Like yeah. when I was in the States, I went to a car museum, oh, which shit. was epic. Like they had a... The old Ford car museum. Well, they had like a... They had like the... um one of the actual DeLoreans that they used for Back to the Future. Oh, and like love that, dude. And, like, one of the um, IOI cars from, like, Ready Player One, like those tank-looking things. Like, they had all these, like, movie cars. And Did they have, like, Herbie? Herbie Goes Bananas? The, like, the uh, buggy? The Beetle? Oh, no, I don't, I don't think they had Herbie. What but, about But then they Knight had, like, Rider. heaps of supercars as well, like crazy cars and, like, old-school Ferraris. God. And there was, like, one room that would be sort of like the – I mean, you can liken it to this Egyptian thing where it's a traveling piece where they're like, this is here for now, but it's going to be in a different museum soon because it's like really, really collectible shit, like one of the first Ferraris and stuff like that. So that really tickles my pickle. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) People invented this. People thought this was cutting edge back then. Like it was Mm. the bee's knees. Oh, and they they had a Cybertruck. One of the Tesla Cybertrucks there. Oh, the big blocky the big chrome yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I would have killed, mm. killed to have seen that. Did and you then get one to of those, it? one of those, like it must have been just like a, a, not replica, what do you call it? Just a model of like a Tesla robot, you know, the robots yeah. that they're making, yeah. Could you sit in the truck though? No, no, no. Oh, this is all spirit. museum, man. You can't even touch. Mm. Not touchy. When I went to um, Hawaii and we were just walking around, me and my ex, there was a fucking Tesla showroom, just like mm. a random right near the beach. And we went and sat in there and we sat in like two or three different Teslas. And they weren't like the normal ones you ride around here. They were like a bit more luxurious. It was kind of like a Bentley. Model S and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like 20 drink colders and screens and shit. And it was just like, I will never afford this. Yeah, ever. I will never have this. Jolly. <laughs> Jesus. I think crazy I've, tonight. Maybe I've, got, maybe I've got reflux. I don't know. No, it's the sauerkraut mm. getting him. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, museum. So you you want to go though to this Egyptian thing? I would like to, but I don't think I will. You I don't, don't think, think so. But my another one of my work colleagues said when he he went to the actual museum in Cairo in Egypt and saw this stuff. So I can't. Wait could you to imagine go to Egypt? Could you imagine like trying to run one of those, the traveling one? Like that shit is so valuable. Oh Imagine trying God. to travel that, bro. Like I'm, I'm fucking scared, scared enough about my own luggage, mm. let alone carrying around millions of dollars worth of ancient artifacts, dude. Bro, you got to wear gloves and like have like airtight glass cases. Make sure nobody comes and steals your golden egg. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, bro. There's a fucking when I got to Sydney last year. I was probably in Sydney for about three months. And then I went to a, one of the museums in Sydney. It wasn't the big one. It was like a second big one. Um, and um, I think it was one in Darlinghurst or something like that. I don't know what one it was. But they had like a bunch of little Buddha statues. I've got it on Instagram. And um, and I just thought oh, I was just like a cute little, exib- like a oriental exhibition. And the ladies, the ladies there said to me, the custodians, they said, what you have here, these were dug up ancient Buddhist, stat- like little Buddhist statues, ancient, and they were found in Korea. Oh. And they're only, they're only, this is the only time that will ever be toured in Australia, ever. Yeah. And I was just fortunate enough to rock up there and see them. I could touch At them. Random. They, they weren't covered in glass. I could just go up in there and see them. And um, that was oh, one of them. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. What does it say? It says 500 Arhats of Cheng Yangso's temple. Arhats. That's what they were. Um, that's crazy. Will, will it focus? That is the question. Oh, there it is. So that was one of them there. And they had little descriptions next. It was like, here is a woman holding holding a saleswoman. Here's a man who's who's crying and stuff. So... Um, for me, that was like a nice little thing for me. It was like, nice not, not like a, not like a, ha ha, I got to see this and you didn't, but it was just like, at some point in time in my life, I'll probably never see this again. And I just well, felt you, you probably won't. I was very grateful. Cause it will only be here once. Yeah. Like imagine how many little things like that there are where like we've missed so many things that we mm. probably only have once in a lifetime opportunity to see. Mm. Isn't it? Wasn't there like, there was something crazy. Because a lot of stuff in museums is like one of one, right? You'll never find that thing again. So like it travels a lot. So you'd have to like find the right museum to see the right thing at the right time. Mm. Is there things like um, shit that they get out of tombs and stuff like, Mm. like mummies and shit? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, that shit's so lock and key. Yeah. But imagine, think about this for a second. I don't want to get into statistics and stuff. I'm sure there's like a, you can probably calculate it to the point by point by point and you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. That's probably not as mystical almost as I'd expect. But um, when you think about the, what is it, 7 billion people on the planet, plus whatever, and then all the shit we're doing and lives and people do, and then, like, you might go to a random fucking country at a random point in time, and you may not be in a popular fucking tourist area, 
and it may not be the popular time of the year or whatever. And somehow you'll run into someone you know. Oh, man. And it's like, what? It happened to me. It's the fuck? Dude, it happens to me all the time. And it's just like, what are the odds of all the gazillion people on this planet that I run into you? Yeah. You know? So I have a really crazy story. I'm working at a dealership at Mitsubishi. Right across the road, the sister dealership was a Holden dealership. There was a sales guy at the Holden dealership. I knew him. Like, was it wasn't like friends with him. One of the sales dudes there, we, we'd gone out together and stuff with a bunch of the, the, the guys at the dealership. And I'm in, I'm on a, I'm on a Kentucky in South America yeah, near like where Machu Picchu is and stuff. And we're at this little, little town where we're getting ready to do like the Inca trail and stuff. And we're just walking and we're walking as a group and we're like, okay, we're going to the hotel. And I just happen to go, oh, I'm just going to go grab a bottle of water from the convenience store over there. I run over and I just hear this, Phil? And I was like, and it's this dude that works next door to me that just happens to be there on a trip at the exact same time. And you would have never met him. What? If you didn't go and get (laughs) that bottle of water. If you didn't go get the bottle of water. Bro, see, and then that's that's like our little monkey animal brains will only see that as two things, coincidence or some kind of fate, right? Yeah. But like the coincidence part probably means there's probably things where that's happened more often where you've just missed it. Yeah. I didn't get the bottle of water. We never knew. And maybe months down the track, I'm like, oh, when I was in South America. Oh, I was in South America. Oh, we were there at the same time. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird that we didn't run into each other. Oh, it's not weird. It's a big place. But we did run into each other. (laughs) What the fuck? You know what's fucked up? Imagine the amount of photos that other people have taken of family members or other people around that you're in the background of. (laughs) I'd wager I'm at least 15 to 20, bro. Cause like so many times I'm walking and people are taking photos, selfies, and I'm like, I always try to make faces in the background. (laughs) Exactly. I'm probably on someone's Insta, like ignore the asshole in the background, you know? But like at the same time, sometimes you like make eye contact with them or like you have a tiny interaction. Like you're like, and they're like, ah, you just yeah. photobombed me. I'm like, yeah. And you, you think about it, you're like, they're going to look at that later and be like, oh, that's that guy that photobombed. Never see them again. You'll never see you're just them on someone's the photo. photo. Yeah. yeah. Do you <laughs> Somewhere know what's, in the world. Do you know what's also wild? I forgot the exact statistic, mm. but it was like everybody in their life at some point will walk past 10 murders, was it? Or 30 murders or something? Murderers. Like, Mur- oh, no. People. I think it was like 10 murderers, but like, or maybe it's like, at some point, everyone will walk past a murder scene or something. A scene? Like, oh, like someone had just died. Oh, like, yeah, right, right. And I like wonder to myself. Like you're walking past a little home where someone has just been killed inside of or something. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, of course. Or like, you get little statistics like, we eat an average of X amount of cockroaches through our lifetime. We yeah, don't even spiders know it. and shit. <laughs> something, Yeah. It has been said that the average person can unknowingly walk past 36 murderers in their lifetime. Murderers, yes. So you're just walking past a person that's killed someone else. Yeah. Think about the stranger who you brush shoulders with on the bus, the person standing in front of you in the line to grab a coffee, or the passenger who sat down next to you on a plane. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Like, if it's like a dude who's fought in a war, that's, that's one thing. I, I was about to say exactly that. Like, what if it's a, a, a soldier a vet, that's yeah. like actually killed lots of people. Yeah. Do you call that a murderer or do you just call that? Yeah. What is that? 
Like yeah. we, we worship, we worship some murderers and we paid. don't others. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were paid to do that. You're fine. Yeah. Dude, you I, served I, your country. Can I actually say, I actually had this, that's why I brought it up and it's funny, it kind of tied into our convo. I thought about this today. Oh, legit. I was, I talked to this random dude at work. Um, I'm not going to name names, obviously, Obvs. but he's an older fella and he's just like, when you speak to him, you're like, this guy's really nice. <laughs> like defense is down nice. Like, I feel like I could tell him my life and it's just like, how many people have you killed, bro? Yeah. You killed people, bro? You, you, you've murdered someone, haven't you? Yeah. You've murdered someone. Yeah. And then you talk to people and like, sometimes you get along with strangers really get along with them to the point where it's just like you think to yourself well i've thought this on many occasions i've spoke to like a random especially in the art game because like a lot of artists out there are a bit kooky and i've sat down i've spoke to someone i've been like if this person was a murderer would they like me so much to let me in on the kill or would they want to kill me (laughs) that's an interesting thing you know it's it's an interesting thing. You haven't watched the latest Black Mirror, have you? I never watched any of the. Oh, dude, what was the Black, so interesting? The Black Mirror where the dude takes acid, and they freaked out. The I haven't, I haven't watched them all, guy. but I've I watched, never watched any of them. Dude. I've watched maybe the first season and then this this latest season because I heard crazy shit about it with Brother Sims in it. The black dude, the fucking Avengers guy, that guy. He's probably in one. Episode. Is that the one where the he plays is, the, the video game one, and he's like gay with that other dude? Yeah, I saw. I saw a dude break that down on YouTube. Dude, that is a crazy weird episode. That's fucking yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, see, I love weird, how they're weird concepts, man. Yeah, but one of them is like it's the weirdest thing. One of them is like the um, this chick gets. She's like um, she's an Indian girl, and she works at this shoe store, and it's back in like the seventies when they were like all stressed about migrants and immigration the and stuff yeah and racism and and she <laughs> works at a shoe store and she gets real angry at people cuz they're disrespecting her and then she goes to the basement or something and then she gets she finds this little like this little token thing with like a devil symbol and she gets possessed by the devil and the devil rocks up and he takes human form and he's like all right, you have to commit three murders in the next three days. Otherwise the world will end kind of thing. And he, and she, she's like, oh, who am I going to do? And then he, they're like walking at night. He's like, you got to do it. She's like, no, I can't. And this dude's it's walking the devil his voice dog. Like, you got to do it. No, no. He, he takes the form of like this, um, I don't remember who, but the, like this black artist. Can like, only she see him? Yeah. Yeah. Only she could see him. And then this dude's walking his dog and they're like next to this little river and he's like, are you all right? Because she's like talking to nobody, like talking to herself basically. And he's like, are you okay? And the the devil guy's like, he's a perfect candidate. He actually is a um like a pedo. And he like makes her see him like molesting his daughter and shit. Oh. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then she like clobbers him with a brick and kills him and he falls into the water. And, and I'm like, isn't that interesting? Like if you knew what dark shit people got up to and what you would do about it because like as soon as she sees it she's like fuck this guy i'm Mm. fucking him up Mm. yeah if i could see it's a really interesting concept because he's like this is the person's future they're gonna do this they're gonna like he's like he molests his daughter for like six years and then she ends up killing herself at 28 like he tells the future to this chick and she's like well i'm okay with fucking this guy up yeah right can i just say that's interesting because i've actually i wrote a script not a script, but I wrote an idea 
ages ago, maybe like six years ago, and I still have it on my phone saved. I'm happy to divulge it here because no one's really going to pay Someone's attention. Someone's hacked it. <laughs> yeah, I called it Red Tide or something, right? And it was great. So the concept is this dude's a lawyer and I wanted to play the lawyer and he was just like a real, like, he's an honest and like hardworking, loyal guy. But people just walk on him because he like, he tries to, he tries to stick to values and he's just like, you know, tries to do his best and people like last, nice guys finish last, but still he tries to just be, be the best version of like a judicial officer. Right. And when you first meet the character, he's, he always talks to himself and you hear this voice in his head go like, and it's like, I wanted the voice in his head, which is a demon Mm. to be really philosophical, like really poke holes in humanity. So like, and so the whole movie is about him defending this real fucking silver spoon, hot shot, rich guy, asshole. Who's like completely dismissive of him. You're my lawyer. Just figure it out. And like, it'll be like, he's sitting in the room trying to do all this paperwork. Like you hit a guy in a car. There's nothing he can do. Like ever, you had 20 witnesses. He's like, you're my lawyer. I'm paying you. Get the fucking job done. You know, he sits on his phone while this guy's like, and the lawyer doesn't bite back. He just takes it, you know? Cause he's just like, this is my fucking life. He's a bit of a pushover or whatever. And then, um, while all this stuff happens, he always has this voice in his head. And it's like the folly of man. Is that they are weak. Like this thing's always playing in his head mm. and he's like, shut the fuck up. And the guy's like, did you say something? He's like, no, I, mm, I'm sorry. And so you can't tell. So the, the main character, the lawyer keeps talking to this voice in his head as if it's a demon. But I feel like I wanted to make it out. Like people watching the movie think he's just schizophrenic in the end. Like he's just, he's got like a split oh, personality, yes. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He is a kid. Oh, I love this dude. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. So, and then it's just like, he'll sit there and like, he'll see, he'll be on the bus going home because someone smashed his car. He's like a real, like, um, did you ever see Fight Club? Yeah. Edward Norton's character is just real downtrodden and just like bags under his eyes and just hates his life. And he's just like, what am I doing here? And then you've got fucking Brad Pitt who's just like, real outgoing and stuff. And Edward Norton's just like, I'm so fucking tired. He's like that. He's basically Edward Norton from Fight Club. And then, um, Towards the end, uh, so yeah, so every now and then, like, not every now and then, but every single interaction and thing that's going in his life is just this voice in his head putting him down and just wanting to be released. Mm. He's like, why do you accept these, why do you accept the insults of these weaker human beings? Let me have them. Give yourself into me. And he's like, you're not having me. Shut up. Like he's like this thing, all this thing wants him to say, like a vampire, a vampire can't come through your front door until you accept them. Please come in. Mm. So it's like this thing's trying to break down his, his barrier between his soul and this thing trying to get in and control his body. But I want to make it out like the whole time people are just thinking, oh, this dude's just a schizophrenic, right? There's no demon inside him. He's just hearing voices in his head, but a really, really just philosophical unbelievably intelligent being that just sees through human beings. Sorry if I'm rambling. Right at the end, I had written a scene where right at the end of the court case, the hotshot dude goes like this 
this lawyer's put so much effort into this case and he knows he's going to win it even though the hotshot guy's a piece of shit. And the hotshot guy comes to him at the end of the court courtroom and goes, I'm going to plead guilty. You know what? I'm going to get out of this. I spoke to a solicitor. It's fine. Um, thank you for your help, but uh, I'm going to get it out. So you're going to lose this case, but I don't care. It's a couple mil, whatever. And then the main character, the lawyer, is just like, and that the the guy's like over there talking to people within the the stands, and he's like laughing and shit in the courtroom. Everyone's kind of like filing out, and the judge is like, "Court dismissed." Bangs the gavel. While everyone's leaving, the main character finally snaps right, and he's like, nice. "He's like, um, like maybe he'll say something almost biblical and poetic, like, uh, Beelzebub, I've, I've, your, um." I do not care what you do to me or my soul. Just take him, uh, wreak havoc upon these people, make them suffer. Like he finally allows this voice in his head to win. And then right at the end there, you hear this like (coughs) cracking noise, like, like flesh tearing. Right. And the hotshot asshole dude and all the other people in the courtroom are giggling. Everyone in the courtroom kind of stops and they turn around and look at this lawyer and he turns and like looks at them and his face is distorted like he's slowly turning into a fucking demon. Yeah. Like spiky teeth. <laughs> and it just like, the camera zooms in. It's like. <laughs> and it just freezes on his face like exorcist style. So, so the whole time, this dude was fighting a demon inside his body. But everyone just thought he was a schizophrenic. And then at the end, he's just like, my soul is yours. Take me as long as you slaughter the people <laughs> in this room. And then it ends on that. And then the credits start rolling. So people were like, oh, shit. Oh, like you know, shit. you know this demon's gonna fuck these people up, bro. Would you watch that movie? Yeah, I'd watch it. I fucking, oh, I wrote that. I'd shit. watch that as a Black Mirror episode for sure. That, that. Yeah, true. It could be. I'd say you could probably condense it, but well, I mean, Black Mirror episodes—they're like forty minutes to one of them was an hour and fifteen. True. It's almost a full film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I'm sorry if I rambled. But yeah, but black. I reckon uh, Black Mirror. <laughs> I reckon Black Mirror would be one of the the funnest things to make. I think they're all different directors though, so I think it's just like a collaboration. Yeah. So imagine being able to do just like the craziest, weirdest, out there story like that, mm. and someone actually pay you and sign it and put it on a show. Like imagine that idea could be a Black Mirror episode. Oh, dude, you know what I'd say to that? Julie! <laughs> Julie! Dude, that'd be so good. Be I would, so good. I would fucking, to be paid to do that, oh, Ugh. so good. But that that's why I like Black Mirror. It, like, it, they're really strange, obviously. A lot of them are very weird. Yeah. Sci-fi, but a lot of them are pretty cool. Yeah. So lately, um, when I was younger, um, my introduction into anime cartoons was I used to go to morning school care, like after school care. For those of you who don't know, if we have any non-Australian listeners, um, morning school care was before class started, you'd get dropped off at school, but you'd have carers there who would take care of the kids and they'd make them breakfast and we'd watch TV and you could just doodle around and fuck around and then class would start and you'd go. Your parents would sign you in and out. Um, just because my parents used to start super early in the morning. And the same thing after school care, my parents would 
like I'd finished school at like 2.33 in primary school but my parents needed to pick me up, but they'd finish at like four or five. So I'd still be at school two hours after everyone finished and they'd make you lunch in the afternoon and shit. It was cool. Um, but so in the mornings, I remember I was in like year one or two and we get there and we used to have this thing in Australia called Cheese TV. I'm like, oh, yeah. And, 10, yeah. <laughs> and Cheese TV would play Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. And so those were the two animes that I watched. It was my introduction, right? And I mean, some animes have come and gone. Like Naruto was sick. I watched all of that, ship like, it in and stuff. And This is the thing that I need to like wrap my head around because everyone talks about animes and stuff and I'm like, I know nothing about animes. Mm. But that is anime, right? Dragon Ball Z was like a very popular mainstream anime. anime. Correct. It's, yeah. uh, um, so most things start off as a manga, M-A-N-G-A. Most Aussies call it manga, but it's manga, right? And manga is literally like a Japanese comic. Mm, right. So they start off as a comic and then they animate them basically, nice. right? Voice actors and all that jazz. Uh, so Dragon, there was originally a show that came out in the 80s. It was called Dragon Ball when the main character Goku was a child. Um, and then years later in the early 90s, mid to mid 90s, it was like Dragon Ball Z and he was an adult. And then they had different adaptations, Dragon Ball GT, et cetera. Yeah. So, and this was all on cheese TV. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Around the time I was probably mid to early high school, one cartoon came on, which was called One Piece, P-I-C, P-I-E-C-E, like peace, One Piece. And it's about like pirates and shit, like, um, but like anime pirates, fucking sick. And I watched maybe three seasons of it. And then I kind of got lost track of it. Right. And now One Piece has become one of those animes that is like one of the most popular at this point in time. Really? Yeah, real popular. Like Dragon Ball Z has ended, but they released a couple of like newer movies in the last four or five years ago and they got lots of views. Like everyone was like, Dragon Ball Z is back. This is sick. And then it was like, whatever. Mm. One Piece has been going on since for nearly 30 years now. The same writer and the same voice actors and everything. Crazy. Like Simpsons. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. And so because it's so hyped up and I get a lot of feeds of it, I was like, you know what? I'm just, and I work with a couple of dudes who like it. I've gone back and I've started to watch it again, but I picked off from where I left off when I was in high school. Oh, Cause I remember the early seasons. So now every night I'm going home and I'm watching about six or seven episodes. I go for about 20 minutes each. And I've got, I've got about, I've probably watched, I think I'm up to episode 200 something and there's about a thousand episodes oh my god so i uh, so may maybe a thousand content, so right? yeah so i'm not a thousand i wouldn't say a thousand maybe 600 something but uh the 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 writer oda something oda he's a japanese fella i think he's getting old and everyone's concerned that he's not going to be able to finish it but anyways um i'm watching that and uh recently like last month they released the most recent episodes, recent, recent episodes. And you can watch the most recent episodes to the first episodes. The quality of anime is like way good. And apparently some of the fights in the most recent ones, like there's a character called Sanji and there's a character called Zoro, two different dudes. And even Luffy, the main character, their fights were some of the most viewed things on the planet, dude. What? On the planet, bro. <laughs> The most streamed, crazy. viewed thing on the planet was an anime fight. Yes, three anime fights. 
That's so wild it's to me. Hectic, dude. But that that to me, I instantly go to like my brain just goes statistics, and it goes that just means that just illustrates like the vast majority of population that spends their time watching streamed things mm. are probably people that would be also into that sort of stuff. So yeah. they're they're probably consuming a fuck ton of other content, mm. but they're also going to be watching these crazy anime fights. Yeah. So like that's do you know what's, wild. Do you know what's cool is like if you think about a kid from America who grew up in the 40s, right? He was like born in maybe like after the war, he grew up in the 50s and shit, and he read Superman comics and stuff. If he's still alive now, he may, in his 80s or 90s or whatever, he may still be into comics, right? Mm. He may like the Superman movies or the Avengers films. It's the same in Japan. So, like, grown-ass men and women in Japan, grown-asses in 50s and 60s, are reading manga mm. or watching animes and there's this dude I follow on Instagram and YouTube. He walks around and he's he's working on his English. He walks around and he interviews people and he goes, I'll I'll send you the thing so you can add it right here. What's it like living in Japan as half Japanese, half India? Um, I think Indian He's a cool guy. He basically goes around and asks Japanese people questions and he asks gaijin, which is like foreigners, what's it like? have you dated a Japanese person or he'll ask Japanese people, have you dated foreigners? What's that like? Or how long have you, you're half Japanese and half this. What's it like living in Japan with being a half, half cast? And people say, it's all right, but obviously people still think I'm a foreigner and I, ne- I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel comfortable being half American, half Japanese and things like that. He's really cool. And he asks really interesting questions. And one of the things he did, he asked like, he goes up to like girls which I thought was interesting. What's your favorite anime? And they're like, oh, I watch this, I watch that. And coming from girls, like young Japanese women, like if you went up to any, if we were in high school if, or if you went to a high school now, when we went to our old high school in Springwood and said, went up to this couple of young women in high school and said, hey, fucking, what's your favorite anime? They'll be like, ew, what's that? Oh, I don't reckon. I reckon there's probably more of the younger generation that Maybe, would be yeah. into it. Yeah, but. Or they'll be like, oh, yeah, my brother watches One Piece, but it's like, it's kind of cool, but whatever. But like these girls in Japan were like, oh, I can name three for you right now. I remember people were, or like, I remember especially girls back in school would be talking about like Sailor Moon, which is obviously an anime. And I was like, what is this thing? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I never got into any of it. Like I never watched Dragon Ball Z. I never watched any of it. There's things about anime. Here's the thing. And I'm into a lot of weird shit. Yeah. But I never got into anime. Can I just break something down funny for you? So growing up watching anime, it was always English dubbed. So they'd be like, it'd be (laughs) like super bad. Oh, dude. So they'd be like, (laughs) and there's a lot of, (laughs) and like the Americans would be like, come, you guys are so stupid. No, you are. I missed you guys. <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> or, or like the, one of the characters will be like, I've come here to kill you because you, you took my father's life and now I'm going to end yours. And then you look at the actual Japanese version with English dubbed and it'd be like, for the life you took, you must suffer what you have done. So I'm going to kill you, but it's going to be slowly. 
Oh, so they the, so they've just simplified the, the shit out of it. The English version is disgustingly simple, right? Yeah. The Japanese version is very poetic, and those moments. So the English the, version is almost like it's trash. I'll show gone, you examples. They've gone too childlike. They've yeah. gone marketed it to children, whereas the yes. Japanese one is like sophisticated. Hundred percent. Yeah. And if you look at um, and those moments in the English dubbed ones where they're like, ah! or they'll be like, mm. and it'll be like silent moments. Silence, right? The the character will be looking, it'll be silent, and you're like, okay. And you look at the Japanese one, and they're going, ha, but like that, but they're like, this is a great time, da, da, da. and it's like the, the English subtitles are actually saying things, they're not just laughing. Oh. And if a character's just looking off of the silence, it's not silent with English music playing, it's like the woes of this existence is mine to bear. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Where's so, the depth? So if you ever meet, if you ever meet anyone at our age now who watches anime, but they watch it in English dub, they're not really anime fans. Yeah. Everything has to be Japanese with English dub. Well, I found that interesting with, it became really apparent with Squid Games. Mm. Almost everyone I know watched that. In Korean? In Korean Hell with yeah. subtitles rather than. Because you want to hear their real voices. The dubbed, bro. yeah. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with like, if I see a German movie. It's, I find that sad though, because like, why is it done so badly? Because I'm used to watching dubbed things I in German. Never watch dub, bro. No, but in German, oh, yeah, we yeah. would watch English Hollywood films, but dubbed in German. But they do it right, and like, they're I just, better. Yeah, no I just don't understand why they do it so badly. When it's almost like they're being too cocky, like English speaking, they're like, "Oh well, we'll just do a half-assed job of this because it's it's Japanese and we don't care." Like, fuck you. Mm. Put some effort into it. Make Fucking it real. Earth. Fucking oath. I don't think it's necessarily the actors. I think it's the way the the, the staff. Oh, yeah. Not, the... No, not the actors, but yeah. it's the, the studios that yeah. are translating it. Yeah. But the actors should be more forceful. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, but here's the thing, right? So once you can, if you can watch animes from, with Japanese, with English dub, like if I said to you, Here's an anime, there's 20 episodes, and you're like, oh, fuck, 20 episodes, but you're like, no, no, no. It's one of those things where you'll be like, fuck's sake, it's a cartoon, whatever, and then maybe two set episodes, and you're like, the story's compelling, let me just see what happens. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it's, the, nice. the cool thing, the cool, I will, I'll end it with this, the cool thing about animes is that you can do all this cool shit with a cartoon that you couldn't, you couldn't do with a live action. Yeah. And that's the best thing about it. And animes. even facial expressions and emotion. Yeah. <laughs> we've had it, we've talked about this like Baka! like yeah. the the Lion King remake. Bingo. Bad. The original cartoon, facial expressions, beautiful. Yep. Yep. Done. Cartoons can Thanks. do a lot of things. Thanks for listening to my rambling, bro. I've oh, good. This I always a, seem to. This um, was a Joel storytelling episode. Yeah. Forced, everyone. Forced. Thanks for listening to the Van Lita podcast. Mm-hmm.